From Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center in Vacaville, California. Here's Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored, so very honored to be here with you today. Today is July 4th, one of our official holidays for celebrating freedom. We now have two holidays celebrating freedom. And so on July 4th, we reflect and we appreciate and we are grateful for the freedom that is ours. We're truly blessed in that way. Our freedom is not perfect. We have much work to do, but still at the heart of our life here in the United States, there is the essence of freedom. And so as we celebrate that, as we honor that, I want to pull some of the ways that freedom is defined. Well-being came from our beloved Charles Fillmore, our co-founder. But on Google in the dictionaries, I found that freedom is defined as the power to act, to speak, or think as one chooses. Now, oftentimes, there's some limitations on that. There are things that if I choose to do, I might get into serious trouble for doing them. But for the most part, as long as I am in that consciousness of my oneness with God and oneness with all people, as long as I am respecting the rights of others, I am free to speak, to choose, to act as I choose. Another way of thinking of freedom is that it is an exemption from external control in psychology. I was taught that one way of thinking of our life experience or our identity, if you will, is that we can come from an internal frame of reference. In other words, we can live from the inside out, in which case we are claiming our freedom, we are making our choices, according to what is true for us, according to what we value. Or we can have an external frame of reference, which means we allow our circumstances, what other people think and say, to determine how we act, how we feel, what we do. So that exemption from external control does not mean a lack of a speed limit when I'm on the road. I am still always responsible for respecting the rights of others. What it refers to is the fact that I am aware or awake enough to allow my choices to come from that inner sense of who I am, from that sense of my oneness with God, from the, those choices come from my values, my ideals, my beliefs that inner sense of who I truly am. And when I do that, there is a sense of well-being. I feel in integrity with myself. So freedom we can talk about for a long, long time because it has many depths of meaning, many ways to be understood. 
But today I just want to touch on a few ideas related to freedom. Paulo Coelho, a phenomenal writer. If you've never read any of his books, check him out. He is an amazing author. His books are an easy read, but they are profound and they are inspiring. Paulo Coelho said, freedom is the ability to choose and to commit myself to what is best for me. It's a profound definition, and it is based in his life story. Paulo was born in Brazil, and he grew up. From the time he was very little, he dreamed of being a writer, an author. He wanted to write books like the ones that he saw and read or had read to him. He wanted that with his whole heart, but he was discouraged from doing that. And not in a mean way. Parents and the adults who cared for him knew that a writing career could lead to poverty. They wanted him to live a good and abundant life, and he was encouraged to study law. Well, he began with that, but it didn't work well for him. He ended up leaving that. He ended up being a hippie, if you will. He ended up kind of not making it, not being successful in life. And then later on, he took up writing lyrics for songs and other ways of writing that were commercially profitable. And he did well. He made a good life. He was married. He had a family. He, he lived well. And he enjoyed writing commercially. But there was still that thing inside of him that longing to write books, to write novels, to be an author. And somewhere in his life path, he did, he chose freedom. He chose to commit himself to what he felt in his heart and in his soul was best for him. So he left behind the certainty. He left behind the certainty of the jobs that he had had and set out to be a writer. And he's been an amazing success, and he's read, not read, he's written books that are a treasure for anybody who opens up one of his novels. So I like that definition because it does lead to well-being. And it talks about very meaningful choices, that choice to follow my heart, that choice to come from that internal frame of reference and allow my actions, my decisions to be guided by what is most true for me. Or we might say it another way, to allow my decisions, my actions, my choices to be guided by that divine presence within me. And so that becomes a very powerful way to choose freedom, to experience freedom. You know, freedom is what we're celebrating today on many levels at Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. We're, we're celebrating a new beginning. 
And we are truly free to begin again. There was a time about 15 months ago where we were a church that was primarily just meeting in a sanctuary. There was a group of us. We all knew each other well and loved each other and welcomed other people. And, and yet there was this group that made up the heart and the soul of this church. And they gathered, you gathered, and hugged and smiled. And then all of a sudden, everything closed. Everything closed. And so now everything is opening and we are free. We are free to continue. We are free to create something new. That's true for all of our culture. There are new beginnings throughout our country. But in order to get to those new beginnings... We have had people over the course of the pandemic making choices, making commitments. There were first responders, people who, who served in hospitals and in ambulances that helped carry us through the, the threat of this virus. There were people who produced food for us so that we could either have this food delivered or we could go safely into a store and pick it up. We've had people that kept our traffic signals going. If we needed to drive somewhere, we could do it safely. There were gas stations that allowed us to fill our tanks with gas if we had gas engines. And if we look carefully and pay attention, there have been thousands upon thousands of people that have carried us from the beginning of that pandemic to this moment where we are free again to make new choices, to create new beginnings. So it was people choosing what was important and choosing to commit to that that allowed us to be where we are today. So always when there is a new beginning, it's good to reflect on what does this mean to you that we have a new beginning? What does it mean to you that you have a new beginning? What is it that you choose? What is it that you are committing yourself to? Again, if we want to come from that internal frame of reference, if we want to live from the inside out, then we need to be aware of this question. We need to be aware of what we are choosing and what it is we're committing ourselves to. Otherwise, it will just be a series of reactions to what's happening. And I guarantee you, if you are just reacting to what's happening, something is going to make you really, really angry because those around you might be choosing these new beginnings in a way that's a little different from how you would do it. It's scary to be in a new beginning. And when we're scared, we also get angry more easily. We also knee-jerk react more easily. 
So I invite all of us right now to pause and to ask this question, what is it that I am choosing? What is it that I am committing to? How is it that I am choosing to contribute to the new beginning for my community, for my family, for my neighborhood, for my people? Freedom is not automatic. It comes with an awareness, an awakening. It comes with choices. It is the result of the choices and the commitments that we make. And it is a journey. Freedom is a journey. Here at Unity of the Valley, we are here today at this new beginning with choices both in our online presence and in our physical presence because of choices and commitments people have made over the last 15 months. There is no way that I could describe everything that everyone has done. There's just too much. But I wanted to give people a sense of just this one community, just this one online presence as well as physical presence, just this one small community, the amount of commitment, effort, and work, and involvement that has brought us to this point. We have had a board of trustees here who have worked so hard to carry us through this pandemic. One of our board members, before she joined the board, I promised her that it would be a wonderful experience because it typically is. Our board works hard, but there's a congeniality and there is an ease. And the way people work together is really makes it a pleasure. So I promised her an easy road. And it's been, it hasn't been that. But the commitment, the, the choices, they showed up over and over and over and over again. Um, and it's been amazing. We have a minister, that's me, I'm part of the board, but I show up to do these talks. We have musicians. We have a center manager. Our beloved Teresa has kept us going in so many ways. We have staff, and I can't even begin to name all of the staff members, but but without them, we wouldn't be here today. We have a finance committee. When the pandemic hit, our usual way of bringing in funds stopped. You know, it just stopped. So we had a finance committee that would meet and pull their hair and then stop pulling their hair and open up to divine guidance. We had banks that deferred loans, other banks that made loans, and miraculous gifts that were truly gifts of God channeled through wonderful, generous people. We have a webmaster that keeps us connected. You know, just the very fact of being able to go to a website and connect through that. We have a production team that is making it possible right now for me to speak to you. We have a flower team, and they 
bring such beautiful flowers. Behind me on our altar, we have flowers and we have a, a candle that is lit. The candle stands for that divine light that is always within us, that shines through us. And the flowers represent the love and the joy of our community. We have a security team, and they've been coming. I mean, the, you know, there's this, people have been saying, we're closed. And I've been saying, no, we're not closed. Just the building is closed. Because these people have been showing up. They've been choosing. They've been committing to who we are at the heart. We are a community that seeks to know God. We are a community that seeks to create a loving presence for each community member. We are a community that looks to transform our lives. We look to inspire growth in ourselves and in others. And this community has been choosing over and over and over to show up, to keep the heart of unity of the valley alive and well, and hopefully inspiring some people around us. This is how freedom happens when people choose to commit to that which is important to them. And then what happens is comes a day when we can gather in ways that we were forbidden before. And we're here, we're fully alive, we're fully present, our hearts are open. We were never closed as a community. Our building simply closed. We have a workday team that came and, and cleaned the facility so carefully and lovingly to prepare for this opening day. There's a picture of some of the work that they were doing. We also have a solar panel maintenance team that got up on the roof and cleaned our solar panels so that our our panels would be energy efficient and they would work well. And so that when we are gathering on July 4th, we can have earth-friendly air conditioning to keep us comfortable. We have prayer chaplains that have been available. We have service assistants. We have a First Friday feed a group of people that feed people who are hungry, who may not have a, f a meal otherwise. We have fundraising teams. We have women of unity. We have men of unity. We have youth of unity. We have children of unity. All that have been involved on one level or another. We are also working together with the West Central Region of Unity Churches. We have stayed connected. We have also been working with Unity Worldwide Ministries. We've participated in their events and stayed connected there. So we are free today to open up this building, and to open up to a new way of being. But we are free today because of the commitments and choices of so many, many people. And that does not even begin to include the, the people who first envisioned this community, the people who first created this community. We are free to gather because of them, because of each of you.
That's right. Each of you, whether or not you've been a part of one of those teams, you have joined us either online or in heart and spirit. You have sent us financial support. You have sent us prayers. You have sent us your love. Your very presence gives meaning to what this community is. So you, your choices, your commitments have made today, today our new beginning possible. So freedom, freedom, the freedom we're celebrating today, freedom is our birthright. It is our birthright because we are of God. And it is in God that we have our deepest and mo most profound freedom. But freedom is also a choice. It's the choice that we make in each and every moment. Freedom is the commitment that we make and the work and the effort and the creativity, the talent that flows out of that commitment. And freedom on this earthly plane is never perfect. So it is always a journey. And it is always ours to deepen and strengthen and fortify and celebrate the freedom that is ours. So with that, I wish you a very happy Freedom Day. And so it is. Thank you for listening to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. Our services are every Sunday, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. You can support our podcast by making a donation at www.unityvacaville.org.